0: Things today, I'll mention two of them. It's the uh, 100-year anniversary of prohibition, Boo! which is one of the more interesting experiments in U.S. history. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's Betty White's birthday. She's a lesbian. <laughs> Ninety-eight years old. She was in the one of the most famous Super Bowl commercials of all time. The best commercial of 10 years ago, I think it was. Remember the Betty White Snickers commercial? Mm-hmm. Where she tackles a person or oh, gets tackled yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember what happened, but it was it was the winning commercial that year. Yeah. That got all the attention. So she was 88 at the time of that. Wow. She's 98 years old. And then we got another one I'll mention here in a little bit that factors into this story about uh, America's sleep is getting worse. But first. Oh, yeah. First, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. The President of the United States and the First The Bernie Sanders, the senator who is becoming into first place, who could win Iowa. We need a prime. We need prime harder, faster, stronger. <laughs> faster prime. Prime now. So you're going to see the state assert itself in ways it never has in the past. As a result, she is polling number one with philosophy majors. Liar on national TV? Discussion. You called me You told me. All right, let's not do it. Now. I don't want to get in I just want to say hi, to you. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. my bar. <laughs> Look, there's a very easy way to settle this. You're politicians, you're both liars. Abraham Lincoln, four score and seven years ago. Thomas Paine, now are the ch- These are the times that try men's souls. The times have found it. But how about the shower? You go into a shower. And I have this beautiful head of hair. I need a lot of water. Remember, listen, my children, and you will hear of the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere on the 18th of April in 75. Hardly a man is now alive that remembers that famous day in the year. It's always about marking history. But I'm also approving new dishwashers that give you more water so you can actually wash and rinse your dishes. So Sean was explaining the art behind that to me as you had Nancy Pelosi going out of her way to make it seem like one of the more historical events, historic events in U.S. history, right up there with Thomas Paine and Paul Revere was the delivering of the impeachment articles the other day, and that's Trump from a rally at the same time Talking about his uh, beautiful hair and haircuts, and people cheering like crazy. So I don't know. I don't know which it is. It's. It's. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be uh, not affected by it. No. Well, we he going to be in Davos when it all kicks off uh, at the World Economic Forum? And and you know, style point wise, I think that's a good idea to look like he's doing important world. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and that's the classic wisdom. I just also think it's style points for him to be saying, I'm not that concerned about it. I got work to do. To oh, to underplay it. Somebody texted hundredth anniversary. That calls for drink. I didn't even think of it, but obviously lots of bars are going to be having specials tonight. I got to believe Oh, there's going to be all sorts of your your speakeasy style bars with your your hand crushed ice and and bartenders with woodworking smocks on and oh. elaborate facial hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wow. Suspenders, yeah. maybe. I mean, I do love suspenders. Uh, I feel bad that I'm uh, dry this month on the anniversary of prohibition. So you're like the only one honoring it. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it's a dry January for Joe and many others. Uh, so and I mentioned there are First three. First time m- I've ever done it. Heard about it. I'm not much of a joiner, but I thought, hey, it's a good idea. How do you feel about it? Sort of thing you're going to do every year, or <sighs> that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. I it, uh, I want to check more into the medical science behind it. What benefits have you gotten from it? It would seem to me like if I'm getting some benefits, I might do it again. But if I don't feel like I've gotten any benefit from it. I, I do feel sharper in the morning. Oh mentally really? sharper. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I may be sleeping better. They say the quality of your sleep declines when you've when you you've had drinks uh, in the evening. It would only make sense. I, I wouldn't know. I'm asleep um, at the time. but My ability to go asleep increases. My with what, drinking we're, yeah. with drinking oh yeah hundred percent plus you know I'm still bouncing back from surgery and and the the booze helped me sleep I mean just help just the pain but overall yeah I think it's positive I got to look into the the medical science though because how about was, the pain of your life's decisions uh, the booze those are it? worse. Those are worse. Did you do any uh, like preemptive blood work to compare after a month or anything like that? Or do no, any, no, because okay. no, my liver functions fine, thank God. But uh, I just I I read that uh, a, a summary of that British study that said you know if you take a couple of weeks off, um, it really benefits your liver. And so you know, like I told you before, I I I'm drinking. I'm not drinking, so I can drink more. What about oh. your foot speed? Has it improved? <laughs> I mean, as I, I want to be able to drink wine throughout my life. My foot speed, Michael, is still uh, slothian. There are there are th- most three-legged dogs are are more you know swift than I am. At the end of the month, will you be lighter or heavier after a month of not drinking? Oh my gosh! You'd asked me that a week ago. I'd have said, oh, lighter, clearly. I mean, the calories in wine, blah 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 blah. Ooh boy! I stepped on the scale this morning. Woof yikes oh, boy look at that yeah i just i think i'm 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 eating more like wolf or or moo, not wolf. <laughs> well yeah i'm eating more uh, although you you've seen the average anyway um I, I think i'm eating too many treats i'm like well I, i'm not drinking this evening so i deserve a little something for me and i go to the freezer and there's uh, the ice cream my daughter bought but didn't eat before she went back to college so I grabbed myself a spoon and the, yeah, the big container of ice cream, it's and I went it to straight out, it. out of the container with a spoon like a like I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's when you're at the bottom when you're eating it straight out of the tub, and you're looking around to see if anybody's trying to get it from you. My wife was out; otherwise, I probably wouldn't have done that. Oh, really? I'd have been ashamed. Shame would have kept you in I mean, I didn't eat a lot of it, but I ate more than I would have if it wasn't there. Yeah. Come on. Michael, remember I asked you for the uh, Ooga horn? Somehow I missed this, but Dion points out, uh-oh, sneeze coming on. Look uh-oh. out. Dion's there's pointing out there's minutes. a sneeze coming Shut on? Up. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I've uh, been listening uh, hey, for seven years. Are you sneezing thinking, or not? I, no, I, I, I forced it away through my iron will. Are you one of those people that, like, plug your nose and and, and stifle your sneezes? I remember kids who would do that in school, and it would make my head hurt watching them. You, you know you their eyes were going to jump yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. They'd go, and I'd think, that's ah, got to be terrible oh, no, no, for you. No, that would blow out my <laughs> eustachian tubes. Some people can do that. Your no, eyes, you, you can, clear across the room. You put pressure on your upper lip, it uh, it, 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 it like deadens the nerve that runs up in, into your nose. You can suppress a sneeze by doing that. But isn't there a re? I always thought, isn't there a reason for a sneeze It's supposed to happen? Yeah, cockroaches some... crawled up your nose in most <laughs> cases. Something that's supposed oh, it's to happen again. Coming on again. So coming on again. Well, that's because you need to sneeze. There's I do need to sneeze. <laughs> it's a biological function. Why, can't I, just, you why to? can't I be the man I want to be? <laughs> <sighs> well, here we go. I'll just blow it like a gigantic goose instead. Dion writes. Uh, I live in San Diego. Just heard the San Diego City Council voted to declare San Diego is in a climate crisis. <laughs> There is a climate crisis in San Diego. The news showed scary pictures of fires and floods. Brought on by the climate change? Yes. Which fires in San Diego were brought on by climate change? The forest fires. Oh, right, right, right. right. All those, yeah. the wildfires. Gotcha, yeah. You'd think the floods would take care of the fires, mm-hmm. but the topography makes that uh, less likely. Impassioned speeches from activists about climate refugees, we are scroomed. Um. Just try to he suggests. Just try to enjoy the heat on the way down. I heard a really interesting podcast yesterday. With uh, it was Jonah Goldberg and Ross do thought do 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 that. What however you pronounce his name from the don't York, do that from the New York Times. Yeah, and uh, he's got a new book coming out. But anyway, they were discussing whether or not your climate oh. activist the the whole climate change thing is a, is a religion and this, this is a popular theme oh yeah by, yeah, by that, a lot yeah. of people that it's taken the place of a religion in a, in a in a society that is is grown more secular and the, the the whole idea is that we are um we're designed by god perhaps yeah by god uh but, but <laughs> to, to 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 want to seek god or whatever now people that don't believe in god think it's a like a flaw in our in our mind that we need to make it's sense weakness. of the world yeah and some of the theory is that up until fairly recent, and all, recently in all of human history, it would make sense that we had the religions and the God that we had because it was all about dealing with death. Because you're surrounded by it all the time. You had a kid that died. Um, you were going to die young. Your neighbor's kids died. Everybody, There was so much death everywhere. Mm-hmm. That when death went away, well, that's I don't really I don't face death every day. I don't. We, I don't think... We any, understand death hasn't gone away. Don't write the email. We know. It's, it's not it's not something you worry about very much. It's mm-hmm. not present in our lives. My like kids it used are to not going to sneeze and I think, oh my god, and one of them's dead. Right. They're not going to get a cut on their finger and die, well, which was the case up until fairly recently. And if Granny or Uncle John dies or or whatever, they will probably die in a hospital. Nobody will ever see their body or have to deal with it in any way. Pros will take over and a hundred years ago as Prohibition dawned people died at home and the family dealt with the body and, and there's the burial and the rest of it. People dealt with that. Not to mention people got their own meat to a large extent and, and the pig doesn't give it up uh, willingly. <laughs> so you need to feel like you have an understanding of the you know, uh, the the most important thing going on. Well, death is no longer the most important thing and for a lot of people it is the climate change. That's the thing I'm afraid of. Right. That's what's going to end humanity. That's what's going to affect me. Not death. I'm not going to die. Right. That's climate change. and so That's become the religion. And they went even so far as to explain how uh, what's her name over there in uh, Europe. Greta you know, stolen my yeah. childhood. How she fits in so perfectly with the Joan of Arc, as an in innocent oh. who has come to realize and is willing to put her life on the line for the. You know, she to, wouldn't lie or be fake. She's a child. They're mm-hmm. innocent. Exactly plays exactly the same sort of role. Wow! How and dare a number you? Of ex- How dare you? They had a number of examples of that. Mm. It's kind yeah. of interesting, really. If you well, think and about it, it gives your life purpose too. Yeah, yeah. It gives your life purpose. You're fighting for something bigger than you now. And uh, it says climate change, and you got your Joan of Arc, uh, Greta Thornburg, and that whole thing. Yeah. you have stolen my dreams. And? And? Is that all, Greta? You have stolen my dreams. And? My childhood with that, your empty words. I thought there was more. I could tell you were holding back. <laughs> Jeez. Poor little girl. Tried I should out be back herself. in school. Yes, Yes. you should. So go there. I didn't get to the third occasion that today is. It's three anniversaries, and we got another one that's next. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's an actual roach inside the coffee pot. It's disgusting. And people should not be forced to to come in here thinking that they're getting clean, good coffee to drink, and in fact, they're roaches. For months now, I've been complaining about the roaches here at this place, and nothing has been done. All of my managers know, the district manager knows, corporate knows. Everyone knows, but nothing's being done. So now I'm tired of people being deceived into drinking coffee, thinking that they can drink the coffee and it's good coffee. Meanwhile, there's a roach leg sitting right here on the top of the coffee pot. Steam coming out, and there's a roach leg right there. Mmm, steamed roach leg. Mm, Poor roach, amputee roach. I like that better than hazelnut. Me too. So that's those, the, those, those foofy coffees, please. That's the coffee at the 7-Eleven, or that particular 7-Eleven? That's and an I, American hero right there. There's somebody whose morals trump their uh, need to go along to get along at work. I admire that. Been fighting for months to, to let the managers know at the 7-Eleven, hey, we got roaches in our coffee. Right. When are we going to do something about that? Running in and out of the pots, over the cups, the rest of it? Ew. That's yucky. Where's that from, Michael? Where is that roach uh, was in in hellhole? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I knew it. Check yourselves, (laughs) Pittsburgh. (laughs) Got a uh, chair of Drexel University's engineering department. That would make you a pretty smart, important person. I would think. Uh, Spent a lot of money inappropriately, and now he's in trouble. $185,000, actually, which is a lot. Mm. On all kinds of different things. Adult entertainment venues, sports bars, meals, and iTunes purchases. You can't just skip over adult entertainment venues. Made more than $96,000 in purchases at adult entertainment venues. What does that mean? Strip clubs? Yes. Strip clubs? <laughs> and sports I mean, bars. is he in Nevada? It could be, you know, brothel. He uh, attempted to hide adult entertainment experiences expenses by claiming the items were for catering and food. Uh, they determined that that was probably not the case since 63% of the... Charges were processed between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's a good way Jose's to Jose's all-night catering. That's when they're open. Okay, so I'm not a planner. I do late, I do last-minute thing. Okay, right. Okay, admit, you got me. I forgot. You we need the buffet. So we have another <laughs> reason this date is important. It was 20 years ago today that Michelangelo started on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Our board-operated pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Yep, that's correct. What were you doing before you started on the Armstrong issue? Show? First of all, that's a long time yeah. before any job in the modern world, period. Oh, yeah. Let's see, I was running, I think, basic syndicated programming on uh, the other side of the radio ranch, so to speak. And, uh-huh. and our prior board operator, Rob, the world's wealthiest pedestrian, had been who, struck by lightning or hit by a car? A couple, two, three times. He refused to get a driver's license, so yeah. he, he walked. Yeah, I gave him rides several times. He was also a hell of a nice guy. Very nice way. guy. Um, refused to get a driver's license. He'd been yep. dead twice?
1: That's he had, so he had, claimed, he had yeah. all
0: kinds of stories. Wow. He'd been struck by lightning and dead twice, and he walked everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, probably has something to do with getting struck by lightning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, you he just opened a, a grounded a, automobile. The <laughs> car is grounded. But anyway, I hope he's uh, alive and well and, yeah. and the rest of it. But, uh, so we needed somebody to run the board, and this child comes in. Yep. I was 25 years old. Yeah, and it was Michael. 25. 25. Boy, that is young. Yeah. So anyway, so I came over and they said, you know, just try it for a few days, and it was—they were very dismissive, and well, I, I well, didn't they, appreciate that. They probably said, "Go, don't worry about it. You're working for the lowest-rated radio station in the whole metro area we're in." And and so there was nothing at stake. So so really <laughs> But soon we were number one. What, were they trying to get rid of you or were you a bad employer or what? Because seriously, No, being, they just needed somebody, but what was funny he is... He fogged a mirror, so they stuck him <laughs> <it> in there. <laughs> The funny part though is that you know I really enjoyed it and then um once they said okay well you know come back over we'll, we'll you know get somebody for that position I said no no I'm going to stay here. And they were actually kind of irritated about it because they right. thought, well why do you want to stay over there? And I said no no I really enjoy working over there. Yeah, we and were, here uh, I am 20 years later. Just uh, the origin story, we were working for a, uh, a, a, a an outfit that had a couple of AM stations, one which was a big profitable news like in Rush Limbaugh station. And the other one was a crappy, bottom-rated uh, talk station. It was literally like in the last couple of slots of any rated station in the in the market. And um, and and they'd actually thought about just pulling the plug on the station to save on the electric bills and the uh, the payroll. We have a number of plaques over here that we've been given over yes. the years for a variety of things. I want to give you one of these plaques. Can That'd be great. I, can we I carve eat, your name on it? We it? need some masking tape to yeah. get the names we'll proper. Work on that. On there. It's the Armstrong and Getty <laughs> Distinguished Service Plaque. Michael, <laughs> congratulations. We'll have to get a picture taken with you at the plaque. Thank you, guys. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. Because you understand, Left Parnas is saying that President Trump knew about everything that was going on in Ukraine. And that none of it was really about fighting corruption. That's a big deal coming from Rudy Giuliani's right-hand man. This would be like if Luigi went on Rachel Maddow like, Mario doesn't care about the princess. He just loves to murder turtles. He wants to kill all of them. He's a very sick man. That's pretty amusing. I wouldn't have gotten that a month ago. But now I get it. Doing we, the Mario Kart at home, are you? my kids play the Mario, bro. Oh, brothers. yeah. Uh, we have uh, added a little uh, duct tape and some writing on uh, our old plaque and turned it into a very nice oh, plaque. Oh, hey, nice work. Thanking Michael for his 20 years of service. Not on at no. all be looking.
1: Thank <laughs> you very much, guys. You're I really, really like it. Really, really classing this thing up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, The story of the day on the whole impeachment thing is that the Trump side announced who's going to be on their team. Some names you don't know. Some names maybe you do know. Kenneth Starr. Robert who... Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, who was... juice. Barry Sheck. Yeah. 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 They did get Dershowitz. Yeah. And, uh. Juice. <laughs> Uh, but so it's going to be... Seriously be now. Kenneth Starr, who ran the Clinton impeachment, and then the big name to Who's me... Who's Clinton? Clinton impeachment. <laughs> and then the big name to me is Alan Dershowitz of Harvard Law, who put out this statement that I think he, he wrote, but he wrote in the third person. This is what you do when you have to write your own statements. But anyway, he put out, I didn't realize he's 81. Is he really? Professor at Harvard Law. Wow. Professor Dershowitz will present oral arguments at the Senate trial to address the constitutional arguments against impeachment and removal. While Professor Dershowitz is nonpartisan when it comes to the Constitution, he opposed the impeachment of President Bill Clinton and voted for Hillary Clinton. He believes issues at stake go to the heart of an enduring Constitution. He is participating in this impeachment trial to defend the integrity of the Constitution and to prevent the creation of a dangerous constitutional precedent. That's you know that's pretty well put, and I think it's great for the Trump team to have him not arguing the 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 whether or not he did it because there's a there's a, quite a few senators I got to believe are a little uncomfortable with trying to pretend that Trump didn't do this. I think Trump is literally the only person saying it was a perfect call. But if I'm a Republican senator, I can sign on to. Professor Dershowitz is right. This, this lowers the bar for impeachment. Right. It would be a bad precedent going forward. Every president will be impeached every time there is a, you know, the other side takes back the House. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why I'm comfortable in my own conscience in voting no. Right. Right. It, You know, if you are particularly anti-Trump, you'd have to admit that's pretty good cover. Yep. If you're not anti-Trump... Well, you're probably of the opinion of, that's why we have elections. You don't like the way the guy does the job? Fine, I get it. But, uh, vote against him. And we got one coming up uh, relatively soon. Yeah. Um, uh, Are you still predicting another impeachment? That's my prediction. Between now and November. I think there will be another (laughs) impeachment. (laughs) Oh, my god! At least another impeachment article. It might come out of this same impeachment. Oh, stop it. Yeah, that's what I predict. Uh, One other political note, which, you know, this might be way too far in the weeds, but Liz Cheney, Congresswoman from Wyoming, her dad was Dick Cheney. There was talk that she was going to run for the Senate. She has decided not to. Why? Because she's positioning herself to be Speaker of the House if the Republicans take the House back. Oh. And she'd be pretty good. Oh, but she's going to have to go up against old, uh, (laughs) Jack, why are you breathing through your mouth? (laughs) No reason. Has anybody got any paste? I'm hungry. Kevin Kevin McCarthy. That's enough of that slander. Right. She'd have to go up against Kevin McCarthy, and that's a tough thing. Uh, Yeah, he's supposed to be really good behind the scenes. Yeah, fundraising juggernaut. He's a backslapper, hand shaker. Speaker of the House, though. Speak is right in the title, and (laughs) he struggles with that at times. What's our latest, uh, Kevin? Uh, You know, listen, let's just whatever Kevin McCarthy clip we have that we've played most recently, let's run that because he's. Absolutely, as eloquent as the Lincoln. The only reason why she should be that she's doing this that no one's talking about it is harming the Bernie Sanders, the senator who is becoming into first place, who could win Iowa and propel himself Holy to be God. the nominee. It's What's the exact th- same thing they did to him. Yeah, she's harming the Bernie Yo, Sanders who is becoming into place. That's uh, that's a train wreck. But so uh, Nancy Pelosi—many words—is is he that, leaving words? Is that out? Some sort of random sentence generator that's in its beta testing or what? Nancy Pelosi, back when her, she could count on her teeth staying in her in her mouth, she was a good speaker. She could really speak. So Are don't you, mess with me. Right now, now her teeth have decided to abandon her and run for their lives. <laughs> get off not the a sinking, joke. Get off the sinking ship, and every once in a while she's giving a speech. They they try to get away. Wow, come for the ageism, stay for the sexism. I don't appreciate that. A respectable woman. <laughs> whose, whose, <laughs> whose district is crumbling. Crumbling. But it's a safe district, and that's what counts. Well, it's not safe driving around uh, this part of Texas. You get uh, construction cones, two lanes go down to one. This woman just she merges and then all of a sudden she's aware that there's a red car behind her and the guy's enraged and he's on her bumper and he's screaming something through his windshield. I've had that happen before. and I think Did I cut you off. I didn't. I, I didn't even We're know. We're merging here. I merge. Yeah. We and just freaking alternate people. Anyway, um, she was taking her ten-year-old daughter to the dentist with the three-year-old daughter in the back. Oh, scary! Yeah, car starts tailgating them and. Um, and, uh, 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 police say the don't, car was... Don't scare a mom and her kids car because was, you think she cut you off or something. The car was driven by 25-year-old Gabriel Kobo. Um, she tried to let him pass, but it escalated. Police say he pulled up next to her and pointed a compound bow at her car. Was that the audio S- we have? Specifically, you're you're pointing an arrow. If you point a bow at somebody, it's not, I'm not clear afraid. at all what's going to happen. I'm not afraid. Right. Oh, do we have audio? of this do. story? Right, right behind us, I see. When my mom says on the mirror, "What the heck?" Because there's a car trying to hit us. I'm starting to freak out. Like, what's going to happen? I was just like scared. Like, what's going to happen? Is he, is he actually being serious? That he's going to shoot? You know, there's a lot of what ifs, you know. But if he would have hit a bump and he had his hand on that on the trigger, it, it could have been much more worse. Now you can't do something. That's like that. the that's the husband in question. Aww. So he uh, he he so he passes her, he slows down to where he can see her, he rolls his window half down, then points the arrow at her, um, and then the precocious little 10-year-old says, uh, we we're scared, and the rest of it, but they got the uh, plate number, and id the guy, and the cops uh, arrested him, thank God, and he's in custody, um, but it's, it's surprising to me, because he doesn't at all look like this sort of guy who would do this sort of thing, I mean, the one-faced tat is, uh, let's see, I can't read it. His other face tat is also. Oh, and all of his neck tats, none of them say I point arrows at children. So, guy looks exactly like this sort of yep, absolutely dip s angry little piece of crap that. Yeah. Although you know it's it's true, road rage Jack. It's angry people who find an excuse to vent it on somebody. Huh. Um, I don't know why I don't. If you find yourself getting really angry on the road, and I say this as as an incredibly impatient driver myself, you have to understand where the anger is coming from. It's somewhere else in your life. I have no idea why I don't have that with driving. I just don't. Waiting in line? Homicidal. Homicidal. (laughs) (laughs) But traffic? Just zero. And I I don't know why. Um... I got unhappy at a store as that the other day, and I had to call and apologize. Oh, I did call and apologize. Oh, you did to the woman, not but, the uh, first time. Huh? I, and I don't think I did anything wrong, but I still called and apologized anyway. I just, I just said, I tried to be in his calm voice. How many people would have to be in waiting in line before you would open another register? Right. And there were there were people standing, employees. There was a person there running the register, long line, couple of managers with clipboards standing around talking. Hmm. And and you apologized for that? Yeah. Uh, Made her feel bad, I could tell, when I got back up there. Sir, we're working as hard as we can, and just it's not your fault. No, that's not, I didn't ask how hard you're working. This is if I was there. (laughs) I asked, how many people would it take for you dumbass? I'm sorry I said that. I shouldn't have said that. You're not dumb. No, that's a legitimate question. I said, when I got up there, I said, you got a whole bunch of customers here who are in line to give this store money, and you're making them wait. Yeah, we're, we're working as hard as we can. I said, doesn't look like those people are working very that's hard. Not, that's not the issue. I said, you're working hard. I don't think they're working hard. The <laughs> issue is the customer experience. And I'm having a bad experience. And I'm letting you know that you numbskull little twit. Again, you go Again. with the name. Oh, boy. I just <laughs> I got to let me rewind a minute. Let me rewind. I tell you what, though, I, I feel w- better about myself now that you're reacting this way. But I, I witnessed something yesterday. I want a, a little shout out, a little high five to the following young man. So there I am with a buddy. It was actually Craig, the Obamacare lawyer. A lot of you know who he is. So Craig and I were at this outdoorsy show. He's crazy into the fishing and hunting and the rest of it. But, you know, I go bass fishing with him sometimes, and it's just a fun show to go to. So I, I went with him. But uh, I'm sitting there waiting for him because he forgot something in his pick up truck. He had to run back and get it. And this uh, young man, he comes up uh, w- with a ticket stub in his hand. And he said, that guy just told me I can't go back in. And the lady says, No, you got to have a hand stamp. He said, Nobody told me that. And she says, Well, you got to have a hand stamp. He said, How am I supposed to acquire this knowledge? Am I just supposed to know it? And she gave him some mumbly non answer. He said, I paid my $16. Oh, jeez. I had to go back to my truck. And she's like, You got to have a hand stamp. He said, Well, and I'm just going in. And he walks wow. right in, and she says <laughs> wow. she brandishes her radio and says, "Well, then I'm going to call the cops." Oh boy! And he, wow. still walking, turns around and says, "What are they going to say? I bought a ticket." And he just walked in, and she looked. Nyeh, nyeh, <laughs> And then went back to doing her business. She never used a radio or anything. Oh God! Yeah. Oh jeez. Anyway, high five, dude. I mean, what what are you gonna do? Well, I'm sorry. Oh, should have gotten that hand stamp. Perhaps a single freaking sign to that effect. (laughs) There wasn't one. So Um, good for you, bud. So would Joe? I'm glad there weren't some sort of guns there and things got ugly. So would Joe say that someone is pointing a gun at me or pointing a bullet at me? That's a fair point, is it not? That is a fair point. I do love an idiotic rhetorical (laughs) argument. Let me consider, and I will reply in moments. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. He gave me the order for the play, but I forgot. You throw me the ball, and then I shoot, or do I pass it again? I don't remember. You stay here with him. And I do a comeback at the fire hydrant or the red truck? No, no, no. Focus, focus, focus at the mailbox. Turn around, oh. and I hit you right in the chest with the ball. Yes. It's right here, right between the numbers. Uh, so, uh, listen, I, 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 I concede you don't say somebody pointed a bullet at me. You say somebody pointed a, bunnet, uh, a, a gun at me. But you don't say somebody pointed a bow at me. I think you'd say somebody pointed a bow and arrow at me, I think you probably would bow yeah. and arrow the yeah. combo, so yeah. let us compromise my friend, but an excellent picky uh rhetorical question we got a Jack was that the day you were tweaking when you yelled at that nice girl at the store? I didn't yell at her, and was it the day that I was tweaking on uh, methamphetamine I mean a pseudophedrine. Uh, no, but we got a couple of texts along this line, and I I try to always remember that in many cases, the employees have nothing to do with this. (laughs) Oftentimes, they're young people and all that sort of stuff. Right. But somebody said, I was at uh, a Sunrise Natural store buying some stuff. Same thing, long line, people waiting in line, not opening up another registrar. I put myself down, walked out, and yelled, this is why Amazon's going to put you out of business. Ooh. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. What? Whatever. Interesting. Go ahead. Prime now. Prime now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Uh, disgusted Dan writes, guys, I'm from Modesto, California. The The topic is shocking Bay Area bum encounter. I occasionally have to travel to the Bay Area for work. I'm routinely accosted by aggressive panhandling bums. I've witnessed public, well, he writes deification.
1: <laughs> Me uh, making
0: God of them? Making somebody into a God. <laughs> I think he means defecation. I have a feeling that was a, a correction. I'd watch a deification. It's a very different argument, depending on which word you <laughs> intended. It, it is a completely, de- there's really no overlap. <laughs> I've spent years in the part of the country he's talking about. I've never seen a single deification. <laughs> Just bad, bad luck, I guess. Anyway, um, I've witnessed public defecation more than a few times, but today is the most shocking encounter yet. I walked into a San Leandro Chevron to use the restroom and walked in on a pantless bum sitting on a sink, literally washing his his ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh my. Where was this? What kind of store was this? A gas it's station. A Chevron. Oh my god. Yeah. He had already and trashed the bathroom completely, and wasn't even phased by my walking in. So and so and this is. Gross! If I'm by myself, if I got my three-year-old who says, "Dad, I have to go to the bathroom," and I'm open the door, I really, going there, really got to go. Yeah, you're scared to death. Yeah, because yeah. you're dealing with a, a lunatic. Yeah, the store was staffed by two small Asian women who were too afraid to confront this sure. pig, and they said the police never respond in a timely manner if they show up Absolutely. at all. Absolutely right. Apparently, he does this regularly. What I tell you next, Jack? More often than some people we work with. What I tell you next. <laughs> will shock you. Okay. I'm remind, reminded of the uh, Simpsons movie. About two-thirds of the way through it, the screen went blank and it said, To be continued. Right now. <laughs> this would be such a great break right here. But uh, So, Dan, disgusted Dan says, I went to my car, grabbed some gloves, and threw his pathetic waste of skin out of the store. Wow. It took all of my self-control to not administer a little vigilante justice. Why do we put up with this? Yes, asked, Ex- this is not normal. Excellent question, why society's putting up with this, and no, it is not normal, and it's never been normal in human history to put up with this sort of thing. I, I hate to sound like this sort of guy, but to grab him and throw him out, I'd be thinking, he lands wrong and hurts his shoulder, and I've lost everything I've made. And uh, tried to save for my family Some crusading lawyer Got your license plate number there It's Chevron It's probably got security cameras Et cetera, et cetera Yeah, I can can imagine that I'm ruined Me and my family And my kids' future Is ruined financially I don't want to be that guy That you're talking about I'm not sure I want to be the guy Who goes back Snaps on a pair of gloves And and, and administers the old bums Rush to him either (laughs) But way to go Disgusted Dan The question is the correct one Why are we putting up with this? The people who work there can't or won't do anything about it. The police don't care. It's just amazing. From now on, disgusted Dan, you're gonna be known as Action Andy. Or do you prefer ejection Eric? It's up to you. <laughs> disgusted Dan. Hey kids, it's that time again. SAM with Armstrong and Getty. I think he's washing his AH Andy that was up on the sink. <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Oh, boy. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Wouldn't that be delightful? Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control. 20 years of working with us. You're a patient man, Michael. Final thought? Uh, yeah, I was going to make a joke about it. You know what I hate are coworkers that tell their coworkers how long they've been there in an attempt to get some special recognition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so special. We you all know? hate that, Michael. I hate those people. We gave you a plaque. <laughs> Stop mentioning it. What else <laughs> do you want? Uh, Positive Sean, our producer, your final thought? It never ceases to amaze me how Fridays always seem to arrive just in time. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Jack, final thoughts, sir? You know, for me and most people I know and Michelangelo himself, how many people have their career by design. This is what I went to school for. This is what I plan to do. This is where I... And almost nobody. right? You just show up and you do a good job and you, you weed other people get weeded out and you, you end up somewhere where you can make a living. That's why you got to keep trying. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Oh, uh, gosh. Final thought, final thought. I, uh, I've got so many thoughts. Uh, as the impeachment unfolds next week, we're not going to drone on and on and bring you endless dry hearings. What we're going to do is... Find the highlights, find the funny stuff, the significant stuff, the thought-provoking stuff. Really just uh, the stuff you either need to know or we think you'd be uh, interested in. But not the on and on and on droning. Not going to do that to you. Where do people find the Armstrong and Getty podcast, Joe? Jack, I would suggest going to armstrongandgetty.com. Now, I'm not going to scream at them like some lunatic in a line at a store. But armstrongandgetty.com, not only our daily podcast, but our One More Thing podcast and our XL pocket, they're all there. Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. See you. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come. To go. If Dick Still comes was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven, still doing this show. See you some other time. <laughs> uh. Armstrong and Getty.